Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Group Time. This is the 22nd episode and today, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Isak or Lanixton. Yeah, I, I go by Isak and Lanixton, whichever you prefer to call me. So today we were doing a, a different episode since it's April Fools. We decided to uh, do make an episode on the history of April Fools, which a lot of people may not know. I didn't know about this either, and it's a bit confusing when I get into where it began. <laughs> so without further ado, Isak is going to tell us about the history of April Fools. So uh, take it away, Isak. Should I do it in my um, history channel voice? No, just do it in your normal voice. Oh man, I was really hoping to bring out my history channel voice. Okay, so a rundown. April Fool's Day is an annual custom on the 1st of April consisting of practical jokes and hoaxes. Jokesters often expose their accents by shouting, April Fools! Even the media have taken part in pranks, and I'll list some examples later. Alright, let's get into the oranges. Alright, <laughs> the origins are a bit confusing. Putting the origins possibly in... 1392, with Geoffrey Chaucer's The Canterbury Tales, the, nun pre the nun's priest's tale were a cookish trick by a fox on, to quote, since March began 30 days in two, so basically April the 1st, but then later it also conflicts with itself. So it maybe, maybe it is an April 1st. And then in the Netherlands, some attribute to a Dutch victory, but it doesn't provide an actual answer as to why the holiday is celebrated around the world. Uh, in 1508, French poet, I'm going to botch this so hard, Eloy d'Amerval referred to a poison d'Avel, otherwise known as April's Fit. It's, it says April Fools, which could also literally translate as April's Fish. I have no idea why. I don't speak French. Possibly the first reference to the celebration in France. Also, I got all of this information on Wikipedia, so you know that it's 100% factual. Yeah, it's 100% factual. Uh... So, some writers suggest that April Fools originated because in the Middle Ages, New Year's Day was celebrated on the 25th of March in most European towns. Why? I don't know. I'm with not a historian. A, with a holiday that in some areas of France specifically ended on the 1st of April, and those who celebrated New Year's Eve on 1st of January made fun of those who celebrated the other days by the invention of April Fool's Day. The use of the 1st of January as New Year's Day became common in France only in the mid-16th century, and that date was not adopted officially until 1564 by the Edict of Rosillon, when France switched from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar, as called for during the Council of Trent in 1563. <laughs> However, there are issues with this theory because there, there is an ambiguous reference to April Fool's Day in a 1561 poem by Flemish poet, I'm going to watch this, Édouard de Didin. The dead den of a nobleman who sends his servants on foolish errands on 1st of April, predating the change. April Fool's Day was also an established tradition in Great Britain before the 1st of January was established as the start of the calendar year. And this is basically like the last one. In 1686, John Aubrey referred to the celebration as Fooled Holy Day, and on 1st April 19, 1698, several people were tricked into going to the Tower of, Lo of, a Lon of London to see the lions walk. So in other words, after all the research I've done, I have no idea where April Fool's originated from. <laughs> it kind of just popped up one day. And <laughs> it, it popped up like several times in history and people were like, hey, this is fun, let's keep doing it. Yeah, the people, somebody just came, somebody decided that this would be a good idea and I guess that's how it started. 
yeah, a lot of people do a lot of different things on April Fool's. I'm not very creative, so I don't do a lot of things. I can't bake a pie, so I can't throw a pie at someone. And if I throw a pie at someone, they're going to get very, very mad at me. Uh, okay, so here are, some here are some media pranks that I was able to find. So, as well as people that play pranks, others, um, there are radio, television stations, newspapers, websites, and even large corporations have performed April Fool's Day jokes. One famous one in 1957, the BBC broadcast a film in their Panorama Current Affairs series purporting to show Swiss farmers picking freshly grown spaghetti in what they called the Swiss Spaghetti Harvest. <laughs> the BBC was soon flooded with requests to purchase a spaghetti plant, forcing them to declare the film a hoax on the news the next day. So if no one understood that, basically the BBC, what they did, was they showed a film of Swiss farmers, like, they were farming spaghetti from the ground, like if there was an actual plant that spaghetti came from. And then the BBC got a lot of requests from a bunch of people thinking it was real, because, you know, this is the BBC, that, hey, I want a spaghetti plant. So literally the next day on April 2nd, they were like, hey, that was a prank, bro. <laughs> Just a prank, bro. Uh, here are some interesting ones as well. First uh, of April, in 2004, Gmail was announced to the public by Google. Wow, 2004. Some of the announced features for the service were not considered technologically possible with the technology available in 2004. <laughs> so Google was like, hey, look at everything that Gmail can do. And everyone was like, can we even do that? In 2005, this is, this is probably my, my, this is the one I find the most funniest. In 2005, an announcement about Powerpuff Girls Z by Aniplex, Cartoon Network, and Toy Animation. The TV show was an anime adaptation of the cartoon The Powerpuff Girls, and the idea that a cartoon would get turned into an anime was considered very outlandish in 2005, as this was the first time it happened. So, that, I find that extremely funny. And I'm, I, I'd be kind of interested if they made Powerpuff Girls Z at some point. <laughs> that was funny. I was funny. Okay, this one is technically serious, but was kind of played off as a joke. Okay, so in 2008, announcement that the nation-state's government simulation browser game I received a cease and desist letter from the United Nations for unauthorized usage of its name and emblem for the fictional intergovernmental organization where players as nations can create and vote on international law within the game world and that due to this, nation states has now changed its version of the UN into the World Assembly with a different emblem. It was revealed the day after April 2nd that the letter from the UN was actually real and he did, and he received it the 21st of January earlier that year, but only chose to comply with it the 1st of April to fool a bunch of people. But the the, the legal actions were 100% real, and he did make the changes permanent. In 2009, there was an announcement that the long-running soap opera Guiding Light was being canceled. The date was so heavily associated with jokes and pranks that even some of the cast and crew didn't believe the news when it was announced by CBS which was the TV network that aired the show. And then in 2011, Isaiah Thomas declared, was declared for the NBA draft. And Thomas was short, and basketball players in the NBA are usually, you know, tall. So, yeah, that's, those are some that I found funny. But the, the, my personal favorite was the Powerpuff Girls Z anime adaptation, which I, I still live to see today. <laughs> Wait, that was the year I was born in. Oh, huh, interesting. Uh, yeah, so that's all I could find on 
on our trustful Wikipedia site. So uh, there you go. Uh, also, it was it, I checked the last time it was edited was today, so it's a uh, kind of sus. <laughs> sus indeed. So take everything I said with a you know a light or a heavy grain of salt because I got it from Wikipedia for April Fools. So you know, take it how you want it. Yes. Okay, I'm done. You can say what you wanted to say. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's the end of this episode. Why were you touching my lotion? <laughs> because it's fun to open and close. So, thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, we hope you found it very educational. Yes. Uh, please subscribe to the podcast or follow. And please uh, hit the notification bell and uh, review our podcast, whatever you think we deserve. Preferably five stars, but you know, we also like to hear what you think. So, uh, we may make more episodes like this about the history of just a bunch of random stuff. Maybe we'll do uh, <laughs> one later or soon. You know, I, I have, I, I'm writing these down. And whether, this, those, those, whether you're saying it's an April Fool's or whatnot. Because there's probably podcasts out there that actually deal with these things. Or heck, whole nef- random Netflix documentary things. Like that one about the history of Funko Pops. I, I forgot that existed. I wanted to watch it and you didn't let me watch it. <laughs> I'm still sad. We can watch that and get our information <laughs> from there. Yeah. Ah, yes. Perfect. Perfect podcast. So, uh, thank you for thank, thank you, you for listening. Thank you for listening to all the information I basically dumped onto your brains. I hope it was very educational and you enjoyed it because it was fun. So, uh, that's the end and uh, we hope to see you in the next one. Goodbye. Have a good day.